Welcome to Abstract Audio, the podcast presenting life as an abstract art form. The show that encourages you to proceed beyond the tangible, to extract the infinite from the finite, to see with the mind what you cannot physically see with the eyes. Oh, this? It's an emancipation. It's an exploration into areas usually overlooked. Explore with me on today's episode. What's up, all my sound seekers out there? Welcome back to Abstract Audio, the pod that makes you nod and go, hmm. (laughs) This is your host speaking, and I go by the name of Amber Janae. I'm happy as hell to have you guys here with me, all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, because in contrast, today we're going to get a little dark. Coming right off of last episode's topic on sacrifice, And considering we're now well into spooky season, I wanted to keep the doom and gloom theme going. So this week, we're talking pain and suffering. So fair warning, if you're going through a tough time right now, don't expect me to be uplifting here. I'm just looking at the concept from a different angle. You know how the show works by now. At this point, I'd be a little offended if you didn't. And speaking of offended, to be honest, isn't it just a little irritating when shows or people, might I add, are just overly positive or optimistic all the time. Not saying there's anything wrong with positivity. You know, some people are just destined to spread light. But sometimes you just really are not trying to hear that shit. Because let's be real, sometimes things just suck. Sometimes you just want to sit in that. And always, life just hurts like hell. I know you can relate. Ladies, it's like when you go to your man complaining about things that are going on with you, and he hits you with solutions and realistic, rational courses of action. We do not want to hear that all the time. Like, damn, I came here to vent. Let me be heated and delusional in peace, okay? Then he confused and you even more mad. Yep, don't make no sense, does it? I thought the same thing. Which is why I'm here with you now, trying to make some sense of the nonsense, okay? But the way I see it, pain and suffering, and the emotions that come along with it, pretty much come with the territory of being human. It's kind of like signing a death row contract. If you can handle getting roughed up a bit, and you don't want Diddy dancing all in your videos, (laughs) grab your pen and come on down. No, but really... The abstract nature of pain and suffering is a profound and complex topic that simply can be overlooked, mainly because it peers into the very core of the human experience. Why do we need pain? And if suffering is an inherent part of the human experience, can or should we ever truly attempt to eliminate it? Those answers aren't so cut and dry, right? These concepts are deeply ingrained in our very existence yet their intangible and subjective nature constantly challenges our understanding. You see, pain and suffering, while often used interchangeably, are really two entirely distinct ideas. Like, we all know that pain typically refers to physical discomfort or emotional distress, 
and that physical pain is often associated with injury or illness. Yeah, I'm looking at y'all, 30 and up crowd out there. Yes, y'all with the bad knees. How you back holding up today? (laughs) Yeah, you know, it can be that sharp, immediate sensation or like that dull, chronic ache. (laughs) I'm only 27, but I feel for y'all. Hang in there, y'all. Go ahead and get comfy for the rest of this. But no matter how comfy you may get, though, no person of any age can really avoid emotional pain, the type that comes from loss, rejection, or trauma. And as we all know, both types of pain vary in intensity, duration, and individual experience, making it pretty subjective. Even in the fields of psychology and medicine, acknowledging the abstract nature of pain and suffering is essential for proper diagnosis and treatment. Healthcare professionals have to consider each individual patient's unique experience and interpretation to provide the most effective care and support. But there's the slippery slope, right? I found most people try not to look too hard at this topic for too long because the abstract nature of suffering raises a lot of moral and ethical questions too. It prompts discussions about euthanasia, for example, end-of-life care, and the treatment of those in pain or facing suffering. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Everybody wants to be politically correct. Blah, blah, blah. What they don't see is that understanding the abstract nature of these experiences is actually vital in making informed ethical decisions. Though the human race hasn't always been the leader in ethical practices either way. I mean, just ask Big Pharma. Even before the rise of modern medicine, though, we had gotten pretty uh, creative with the torture techniques over the years, to say the least. I mean, donkeys that ripped you limb from limb, live rats eating through your flesh, having your knees split open, your head chopped off, getting tarred and feathered. I could go on. Or you could just visit one of those torture museums they have nowadays. It's actually pretty interesting stuff. I mean, if you're into that, which I am. (laughs) Human ingenuity meets horror movie. What's not to love? Then you have suffering. Suffering typically extends beyond pain and encompasses the emotional and psychological distress that results from it. It can also include the perception of injustice, despair, existential angst, stuff like that. So if you think of it that way, suffering is really rooted in our understanding and interpretation of pain, making it highly abstract. But what makes it all so important, right? Well, for one, Understanding the abstract nature of pain and suffering tends to foster empathy. Recognizing that these experiences are unique to each individual allows us to connect with others on a deeper level. When we acknowledge the abstract nature of suffering, we can become more compassionate and better equipped to support one another. Unfortunately, in this day and age, empathy is something a lot of us, myself included, tend to struggle with. Could it be that our pain as individuals has simultaneously dulled our ability to feel for others going through the same thing? I mean, of course we could better recognize it, but many see it as, why would or should the next person feel bad when he's going through his own hardships? I mean, you hear it all the time. Everybody has their own shit. Nobody's coming to save me. Why save someone else? 
If I have to suffer, so do they. If I had to give blood, sweat, and tears to get this job, so does the person after me. I'm not giving out no free game. This mindset is one of the reasons society is as divided as it is, especially in the Black community. Because misery loves company, and a lot of people out here are just miserable. Not speaking for everyone, of course, but pain has literally shaped so many people's existence that they have no choice but to operate from a place of hurt. We actually spoke about this briefly and on one of the earlier episodes. And more specifically, how slavery shaped the minds of African Americans in this country and how that pain is so deeply embedded in us. Not to always make it a race thing, but I just say that to say pain and suffering are often influenced by social and cultural factors, adding even more layers of complexity. What one society or culture may consider suffering, another may not. The abstract nature of these concepts plays a pivotal role in understanding social norms and cultural values. I mean, ideally, we'd all be able to use that pain to come closer together, as sharing misery can be a pretty good coping mechanism when done correctly. But there can also be a natural instinct to prioritize one's well-being and self-preservation in that state. Go check out our survival series for more on that. But this instinct may lead individuals to focus on their own needs and concerns, which can in turn diminish their ability to empathize with others altogether. Which is partly how all this pain and all these generational curses get passed down with no end in sight. That is, until someone decides to break the cycle. Yep, unfortunately, it's really that deep. So deep, in fact, that pain and suffering have been at the center of philosophical and existential discussions for centuries. Great minds like Jean-Paul Sartre and Albert Camus have grappled with the idea of suffering in the face of an indifferent universe, trying to see if any of it really matters or even counts for anything at the end of the day. Ever found yourself thinking the same? I know I have. That's because the abstract nature of suffering naturally provokes profound questions about the human condition and our search for purpose. Many people then find that purpose through things like art and self-expression. For example, pain and suffering have been prominent themes and motivations in art, literature, music, and other forms of creative expression. Artists and writers often use the abstract nature of these concepts to convey complex emotions and experiences. This kind of artistic exploration allows society to process, reflect on, and share these abstract feelings. Then hopefully band together, heal, and maybe even grow from it. Personally, I like to think that one of the keys in life is openly and fully embracing that pain. It's one of the reasons I have so many tattoos. I love controlling the pain I experience, meditating on a concept, adding art to my temple, finding my inner peace. Tattoos have taught me to breathe through the pain and surrender. That's such a powerful skill, one that will get you through so much bullshit this life throws at you. And say, even if you're into like piercings, which I am most definitely not. (laughs) I got my nipples pierced recently and vowed I'd never get another piercing anywhere ever again. (laughs) But some people love getting pierced and have a high pain tolerance for that kind of thing. Like they can smile through it. Piercings teach us that no matter how all-encompassing the pain seems at the moment, 
Any puncture requires months of aftercare. We have to stop and fully heal after each wound or we'll become scarred. We go through pain so we can learn how to heal ourselves. Not just so we can build a tolerance for suffering. To me, it's about transforming the hurt, not living in it. That's the ritual. It's sacred almost. Have you ever heard of that condition where people don't feel pain? Yeah, I think it's called like CIPA or something. It's when your nerves aren't properly hooked up to your brain, so they don't receive the pain signals like they're supposed to. I used to think to myself, why would they call that a disorder? You know, it sounds like a superpower to me. But in reality, it's very dangerous, and many people with this condition die young because they just can't register certain warning signs in time to address or correct them. Same goes for all humans. Recognizing the true nature of suffering can empower individuals not only to cope, but to build that resilience. Understanding that suffering is not an absolute state, but merely a perception, can open the door to personal growth and transformation. Knowing this enables individuals to work through their suffering and find meaning in adversity. So there you have it, you weirdos. An in-depth breakdown of the abstract nature of pain and suffering as a fundamental aspect of the human experience. As you can see, it challenges our understanding on the daily, shapes our history and our relationships, influences our artistic and philosophical pursuits, and guides our ethical and moral decision-making. Of course, sometimes we wish things didn't have to hurt so badly. We wish we could learn the lesson without suffering the consequences or without the outcomes being so painful. Of course, none of us want, say, our kids to get hurt. But that's life. Pain is the default setting. And how we cope with it makes us who we are. And speaking for myself here, I won't be raising no weak child. I'll prepare him best I can for this painful-ass world and be on the sidelines to cheer him on and patch him up when things get tough. Pain and suffering, as abstract as they may be, can serve as powerful catalysts for growth, connection, and exploration of the human condition. If any of that resonated with you, feel free to also explore our website, theabstractaudioshow.com, next, and follow us on social media to stay up to date and in the loop. And of course, until next time, guys, always appreciate the abstract in your life.